Yeah, yeah. I'm also recording. Welcome back, everybody, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the Oops. show where we sit down and watch every single episode of regular show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I'm your other co-host, Josh. Give me a second. I'm trying to find... There it is. <laughs> Sorry, it's been so... it's been a bit... I've taken so many notes. Are you the type of person to, like, write down different notes for different things, even though they should go into... Like, it's so misorganized, that's what I'm trying to say. Your notes for, like, the show? No, just notes for life in general. Um, I mean, I leave myself little, like, reminders and stuff. Yeah, I don't do that. Like, little sticky I mean, notes I do. or stuff like that? I don't have access to sticky notes in my day-to-day. Hmm. Sometimes what I do, it's a cool life hack, is uh, whenever you need to remember something, you send yourself a text message, but you don't open what? the text. Yeah. So so then when you see that you have a text message notification, you, it's just like there, and it's like your little reminder on what to do. I'd like to go in further with this, but... Oh, God. We should probably get, in, get into this, because I'm dying. So... We both were sick recently. You have a sore throat right now, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should get it done before I start killing... <laughs> not killing myself, but the throat starts killing me. Well, I mean, we're going to ramble on for, like, some time in the episode, but sure, yeah, we And this start. is why I have a bottle of water next to me. I feel... Could this be our quickest start to the episode in the history of the Excellent Podcast? It fucking better be. All right. In that case, welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Regular Show. This is House Rules. What do you remember about this episode? Absolutely, actually, like, legitimately nothing. Okay, so we could get more into that before lunchtime. Um, I would say that uh, this definitely isn't an S-tier episode, and maybe not even an A-tier episode, you know? It's not... Ooh. Like, when... I don't want to give too many spoilers, but, like, when mm-hmm. someone asks you to list off the best episodes for a regular show, I'm not sure this episode would be on it. Um, I mean, it's 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 pretty simple. It's kind of a simple episode. I mean, how long... You it's it, it sticks to its 11-minute time period... Or, yeah, time block. Yeah. Okay. Then again, um, how much notes did you write for this? Um, not not too. I I took more notes than cool bikes, but mm-hmm. uh, but still, I they they probably don't mean anything. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, continuing on with season three, episode eight. Oh, by the way, if you saw our Twitter, which is at Excellent Podcast, we fucked up the order in uploading. <laughs> uh, we accidentally uploaded what was it? Uh, cool bikes was- before. Uh, before slam that? dunk before slam dunk because fucking according to google when you type in regular show season three it says that episode six is camping can be cool episode seven is cool bikes and episode eight is slam dunks which is inaccurate it's apparently episode uh, Hulu seven is accurate yeah episode seven is slam dunks and episode eight is cool bikes so due to an error on google it made us f- fuck up on the continuity uh, we we released a, l- a little message of apologies on our Twitter, um, so I mean, who gives a shit? But it is what it is. It's not like the the show. It in is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like the show's in chronological order, anyways. <clears throat> um, 
in other news, uh, what else? I wanted to I wanted to go over things that were um, going on. So since we recorded last, Dream, the YouTuber, did his big face reveal. So that's yeah. What do you think? Um, I mean, I feel like I obviously this was the most anticipated face reveal in the history of YouTube. That like mm-hmm. hands down. Yeah. But like if he had his uh face out in public since the beginning, obviously it wouldn't have been a big deal. But like he I feel like he just looks like any other white guy that uploads Minecraft videos. He's got a tough jawline though. Why the hell in his face reveal he like put down the mask and he's like, Hi, my name's Clay and like he kept like the same angle on his face throughout the whole damn video and you know, you know what i think it is <laughs> what i think it's because he if you look at him straight he still has like a little bit of a because apparently there's this picture going around of him uh when he was fat right <laughs> i remember that and we'll maybe that. May- maybe he knows that his right side is his good side so one of the most common uh, comments <clears throat> on the video is like, yo, why the hell did he like film himself at that angle? Because literally, he looks like the half moon emoji. That was a big <laughs> joke on Twitter. Um, and the whole, um, what was it? Trend of uh of him being fat previously in his life. When when he when that picture was going around. So apparently, for context, there is this old picture. Uh, before Dream did the face reveal, that was speculated to be him, and um, because people found some of his family members on Facebook, and they like stalked through their entire profile, looked for pictures of people that could possibly be Dream, and there was mm-hmm. this, <clears throat> there was this one picture in particular where it looked like it could be him, like the face could probably match the face, and Dream when it, when that picture blew up. Dream released a statement on it being like, oh, I hate that, like, the first thing that people point to is the fact that, like, the person in the picture is fat, um, which is kind of true. Like, it was kind of shitty because when the picture was going around, everyone mm-hmm. was saying, like, oh, my gosh, Dream manipulated all of his fans into thinking that he was skinny, but really he's fat, and he's just using his brother as, like, a like a body double. His um, brother? Yeah. So, yeah, his brother. He has a, um, he has a brother? Uh, apparently um so when when dream released his response he didn't like confirm nor deny that it was him but like i feel like it was pretty obvious and obviously now that we see his face it was him it was dream what what if this uh, is this is just some sort of con and this, and it's not actually him and he hired someone to pretend it's actually him that but in reality really, we still don't know that's some really good ai like. That's really good AI in that case in technology. Um, and I have to agree, it is pretty shitty that uh, Twitter had to be all like, oh, he, he's fat and this and that. It's like, I, I feel like Twitter is always flaming on people for being fat phobic when they were literally doing that. Twitter is being... uh, cancel culture. is the home of cancel culture, sorry. Cancel culture is cancer culture, you know, rather. You know. You know what? Uh, you know uh, the the people who are part of cancel cultures. Who? Uh, can- people who are under the star sign cancers. Ah yes. Get, get it? Cause 
God damn it. See, we had talked about astrology before. Um, funny you say that because oh, I am, I, I myself am a cancer, but I defy oh, yeah. the odds <laughs> because I hate cancel culture as a cancer. So that goes to prove that that there is no relevance with this whole star sign thing, you know, because you say that only cancers follow cancel culture, but I, a cancer, do not follow cancel culture. That was a tongue twister. Tongue twister? <laughs> oh, I was going to... Fuck. Oh, you know what? No, I can't think of what I was going to add on to that. But uh, something did actually happen to me recently. I think like a couple of days ago or yesterday maybe. Okay. Uh, do you remember... <clears throat> um, I I know who you, you are referring to, yes. Apparently, uh, I got a follow on Instagram. So, yeah, I, I already... Yes, I, I, I know. Yeah. Um, you, actually... You know? Yeah, you know, like, with the whole, um, I, I would assume that, like, Dream has been able to, like, kind of more be himself by doing his face reveal, and then friends that we have known in the past, uh, you, you, it's fun to see people, like, uh, that you grew up with, and you, like, check in on them, like, later on, be like, oh, like, uh, it looks like they really, like, have found themselves, and they're, like, happier than where they used to be, this and that. Uh, would you, my mom brought, brought this up. Uh, if you were given the opportunity to, opportunity to, would you go to our high school reunion? I I was actually just thinking about this because I saw this TikTok where um it said five signs that you peaked in high school. And, what? Um, I can't remember all of them, but um so in short, the answer is no. I would not go to my high school reunion. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to write it down for a Schwamcast pot for a Schwamcast I'm, topic. I'm kind of half and half, you know, because okay. I feel like the uh, high school specifically the last year or at least the first semester of our senior year was mm-hmm. pretty tough. And yeah. it was because of all the bitch ass people around me who were Definitely. terrible. Definitely. High schoolers are so darn, damn dramatic and yes, they are so many people like i i hear about or i like i like i don't i don't ever check in on these people but like if i happen to stumble upon their instagrams or i hear news about them i think like wow they are very similar to how they were in high school and it's uh we graduated in 2018 and it is october of 2022 so um one of the one of the points that uh in that tiktok video is you could tell that you peaked in high school if you haven't changed at all. Like, your mindset is still the same. You still do all the same stuff to people that you did back then. Um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the truth. So, um, I, I'm i not going to say any names, but um, mm-hmm. I have two friends that are um, engaged. And uh, I'm not... The wedding isn't going to be coming until, like, a couple years I know that. A couple years. Oh, wait, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so they're not going to be actually married until a couple years, but I will say I am not looking forward to the wedding because I feel like it's just going to be a huge high school reunion that I want no part of at all, you know? So so you're not going to go? Well, I mean... uh... I want to go because I want to support my friends because, like, they're them two, the two people that are, like, engaged, they're still my friends. Mm-hmm. The people that are going to be invited to the wedding are not, however. And 
um every i i do see like this this friend group every now and then but every time we do hang out i feel like an outlier friend you know hey man if you if you need one uh, tag me and I'll, I'll 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 come along so if i were to go to the our high school reunion it would 110% because of be because of the schwem squad yes um or at least five of us but, because yeah we, our member ethan is the year below us but whatever that's nah, fine we can go to his too but you know cuz fucking i don't I don't know why the hell you would go to a high school reunion because the, Loki, there was a time where I was like, shit, I feel like I'm kind of <clears> approaching <throat> someone to be, have peaked in high school. That wasn't proper grammar, but I, there was one, t- I, what I'm saying is like, there was a time where I was like, shit, like, I feel like I'm turning into one of them. I got to step mm-hmm. back and which I did. Um, this one person that I know, she, um, you know how sometimes uh, graduated seniors, like when they're freshmen in college, they visit the high school and stuff like that. Oh yeah, most, we did that. I I did it. Uh, well, I went to a football game. That's the only thing that I ever did. But oh this person showed up during the school day and like sat in on our choir class or the the new seniors choir class every single week. That's kind of sad. Why? Why? Like, are you still living in high school or something? And this is also the person who still dwells on high uh, high school drama that happened senior year. Isn't that? How so, did they even... Wait, how were they even allowed inside? Um, our, our choir director is, like, uh, is like chill and, like, a, oh. they were, you know... You know, because, like, it, it would be different if it was, like, a, like a normal class, like, math mm-hmm. or something. But because it's it was music class, it's, like... A, you know, it's like a free pass, you know. I guess. So I don't know. Like there are certain friendships that were meant to only be in high school, because um, there were some. I mean, there are some people that like I I went to college with that I also went to high school with, and like eh, it did, just didn't like last as, and it wasn't as good in college than it was fresh uh, our high school. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's meant to be. That's just how it is. And like you start to realize that when you get older. Um, but I don't, I don't get like, yeah. So basically probably I wouldn't go to my high school reunion. Cause that's kind of dumb. Like it, it was so lame, dude. I mean, at least, yeah. Thinking back to go back to, uh, you thinking that you peaked in high school. I dude, I thought I peaked in high school. No, I, I definitely did it. I never did. Yeah. I must have never, never did. I mean, I always I always say that 2018 was like one of the best years of my life, um, and yes, that did happen to be when we were seniors in high school and when we graduated. But like, and um, but when I think back to 2018, the meaning has changed. When I used to think about 2018, I used to be all like, "Oh yeah, that was the year where I accomplished so much. Like, I was on like I was on top of the world. Like, I um, I like found myself, and I was like, uh." the lead role in like musicals and other things on like a band and stuff or whatever but when i think back to that i don't ever consider that i was the lead role in the in musicals because that's like what the fuck is that going to do for me now what i think about is in 2018 i i learned a mindset for myself that i could apply to for the rest of my life and it was a very pivotal year and like finding out things about myself and like what was important what was not and 
and kind of getting into like a like the whole mindset of like okay this is how you should be and your mental health will be so much better if you like don't dwell on certain things you know that's what i hold on from that year not all the other extracurricular bullshit that doesn't matter uh i i had something while you were talking but i sort of lost it but it's like sort of there but i i think what i'm trying to say is like you should make a video explaining that Mm. yeah because see when when i was very interesting what you're saying when i when i went to the yeah this could be a whole video when i went to the uk uh my uh the last semester of college i Mm -hmm. knew that i had to be careful because i was like hey look this is gonna be a great trip you're gonna have lots of fun and you're gonna like learn so many things about yourself but you have to be careful and not making it too special because the last time you were a senior you kind of like dwelled on it um uh do you remember that um that movie that i made senior year uh oh like your entire uh senior year year so so for context yeah so it was a for context listeners when i was a senior in high school i made this uh video this youtube video um i got this idea at the in the summer before becoming a senior in high school where i was like here I'm going to record myself throughout the span of nine months throughout my entire senior year, just documenting like great moments throughout the year. And by the end of the year, I was going to put it all together and I was going to like have like a fun, cool like video documenting my progress. What was originally going to be like a 20 minute video ended up turning into a six part series where each episode was like an hour long. Because, like I had said before, that year was very pivotal in my life. I'd gone through so much shit. People were treating me like shit. But I ended up coming on top. The details details don't matter. What matters is that that video is now private on my channel. You can't watch it anymore. Oh, really? Because here's the thing. That that video was was my baby, you know? Because, like, I Mm -hmm. had a story to tell. I went through a lot of like hardships, but I got better, and I wanted to sort of like use that as a, as a good example for other people. Being like, oh, if people are putting you down in at school, you could rise above it. Things like that, be unconquerable or whatever the hell. So, but then I realized I had kind of made that year so special for myself, almost too special for myself, that by the time it was over, I was having trouble saying goodbye. You know. And that's exactly why I made the video private. And when I connected to the UK for the analogy, I was like, okay, hey, you're a senior again. This is this is kind of like lining up where it's like, hey, last semester, it's going to be great and stuff. But be careful. You don't want to repeat what you did last time. Basically what I'm saying. When did this, dude, when did this turn into a therapy session? I mean, I'm enjoying was... what I'm hearing, but god damn, this went deep. So, it's very philosophical. Like, yeah. obviously, when you are in the moment, do enjoy yourself. Like, I'm not saying that oh. if there if there happens to be any seniors in high school listening, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you shouldn't, like, diminish yourself into being the best you, you can be for right now. Like, go enjoy yourself. Like, be the star of the football team or be the lead role in the musical and make your your last year of high school the best it can be. I'm My advice is just, like, don't hang on to it once it's done. 
you know because no. then that's when you peak in high school see that's what okay now you just reminded me what i was gonna say um fuck it. saying you literally just said it it's like enjoy the moment yeah that's I, I feel like that's what i didn't do i mean i don't even know because i hate so thinking back a, on it a part of enjoying the moment a part of me wishes that i didn't record that long documentary because like it was literally all on video and I, I mean, any time that I want to, I could go back and watch it. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it in like over a year. Yeah. But um, sometimes, y- you know how you you say to yourself, being like, "Oh, I wish that like this great time in my life was shown like was recorded on video, so I could go back to watch it whenever I mm-hmm. want." Yeah. You might think that you want that, but trust me, you don't, because some memories are so good that they're not meant to be recorded mm-hmm. no, because okay. yeah mm-hmm. not go for it i because i was gonna say like if it's recorded you have the power of watching it as much as you want and then how the hell are you gonna move on you know mm-hmm. no what i what i see is like the stuff that we do on the internet i like to think of it as pieces of our lives in a time capsule that we can look back on whenever Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, sure, we wouldn't have to let go of it, or we may not let go of that moment. But here, right now, what we're doing, it's a memory for both of us to look back on, especially pre-recording. We can look back, we can talk about this years later, be like, man, that was, that was something. <laughs> and I like how you say that, because we're saying all these moments, like, we're saying all this advice about, like, oh, not holding on to moments, but we're we're recording a podcast where half of it is us reminiscing on old things yeah oh my god yeah we're not saying that like you're not allowed to reminisce on stuff uh but like don't peak in high school is the bottom line of course a lot of our a lot of our stories come from high school and middle school but it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that we're exactly like hanging on to it and stuff but it, it just so happens that like you and I, I mean, we didn't go to the same college, so all of our memories are from elementary through high school. Mm-hmm. No, and like I think us watching the show reminds us or brings stuff, brings things up from those times where you hear you hear me, and and I also hear you, where we're both just like, oh, I remember now, because that's been buried in our memory for so long, and then once it's been popped up, you just sort of go off of it exactly you know yeah don't peak in high school yeah if there is a number one rule for college don't peak in high school (laughs) oh god Uh, dude this generation is fucked yeah because everything's online and stuff like that god so anyways (sighs) so speaking of rules um this episode Season three, episode eight, but, is called nice. House House Rules. Huh, um, did you have any house rules growing up, Jason? Uh, I did. You know, like no no shoes inside. Uh, you have yep. a curfew. Nope. Um, <laughs> fucking don't don't call your sister names. Things like that. I don't know. <laughs> Do the dishes. Hmm. Um. So let's just get into it. Okay. Thank you guys <clears throat> for coming to our TED Talk. This is. This right here is peak male podcast right here. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. We didn't say anything controversial, but still. 
right, Andrew let's get Tate. into it. Oh, there we go. Flagged, demonetized, <laughs> taken down. All right, so let's just start at 0-0, and I'll open up the episode. All right, so we open up on Mordecai and Rigby playing video games, and they immediately start with, oh, so right at right at 16 seconds the first line in this entire episode was an O, so we could put that down for lunchtime mm-hmm. and um because they just got a double death combo and then benson interrupts them saying hey guys listen when you've got a minute i need you to take a look at these and mordecai takes it and it's a little book that uh, benson put together it's called benson's house rules Mordecai's like, oh, the house rules? Oh, thanks, but we already have these. And he tries to hand the book back to Benson, but Benson's like, uh, no, you don't have all the rules because I've added a few new ones in there, and I need you to sign off on them for me, okay? And then so Benson leaves the room, and then Mordecai and Rigby look through it, and Rigby's all like, more house rules? He's got to be joking. So Mordecai's like, all right, let's see. Rule 114, no feet on the table. And they look forward, and they have their feet on the table, so they take them off. They groan. Mordecai says, rule number, uh, rule 115, no food on the table. And they have a bunch of food on the table, so they brush it off and put it on the floor. Mordecai says, rule 116, no food on the floor. Then Rigby flips out. He's like, what? That's going way too far. Uh, uh, Mordecai, help me flip the table. And... You you could tell that Benson structured these rules in a way where he could tell that Mordecai and Rigby threw the food on the floor. Um, like but, in sequential order. Yes. But that doesn't compare to this last final rule. There's one more rule left. Rigby's like, what is it? And then they both gasp. We cut to Benson's office and Mordecai <clears throat> and Rigby storm in. And they say, no video games allowed? Rigby's like, are you nuts? And then Benson shuts them down saying, rule number 47, no yelling aloud. Um, so why why exactly no video games? Because Benson says later on in the scene that they're here to work. Mm-hmm. But if they're living in the house and they like have days off and stuff, they need something to do in their free time, you know? Exactly. But I, I guess... No, that, that completely makes perfect sense because i'm trying to come up with something to i guess defend uh benson's side but there's absolutely nothing because what you're saying is true if they have off days they should be able to do any of that especially like even if they are living under the park uh park house yeah because rigby says like oh no video games what are we supposed to do and then benson says work you're here to work and that goes to my point about like i mean yeah well they are here to work they still live here. Mm-hmm. They, um, they, you shouldn't be working them seven days a week. Yeah, and then Mordecai flips through all like the other rules. He's like, these rules don't even make sense. No prank calls, no rock, paper, scissors, no punchies, no unicorns. What does that even mean? And mm-hmm. then Rigby points out, like, these rules are all totally random, Benson, and they're aimed at us. Uh, Benson makes the point be like, oh, well, actually, no. Rule number 68 is no harpsichord playing after 10 p.m. And obviously that's about pops. And then well, Okay, wait. First off, what is a harpsichord? Remind me. So a harpsichord is kind of like a piano, but it okay. kind of, um, instead of like piano strings inside, they're harp strings inside, if I'm not mistaken. It's kind Har? of like, um, 
it's kind of like the cousin of a piano and an organ something like that i'm looking it up really quick yeah here while you do that bad timing i have to go to the bathroom i didn't call for it (laughs) harpsichord hey explain to the people what a harpsichord is while i'm gone okay According to Google, the harpsichord is a keyboard instrument in which the strings are plucked rather than hit with a hammer. So basically what Jason said, which in, in uh, little brackets, which is a mechanism for a piano and more recent development. The, dis- the distinctive sound of the harpsichord creates an almost immediate association with the... Bar- bar- what? I'm, I'm going to go to images. That's what it looks like. Okay, that, that's a harpsichord? Yeah, no, harpsichord is like, it has two keyboards, one at the top, one at the bottom. And it's like a piano, like what Jason was saying, but oh my god. What is it? Oh, dude. It sounds like Never a mind. harp, basically, but like kind of not. Yep. I I literally played a single sound and it blasted through my eardrums. <laughs> nice. Okay. So we Ow. could imagine that that's also <clears throat> how it sounds blasting through everyone's eardrums when Pops plays. And that's exactly why there's a rule. No harpsichord after 10 p.m. You know what? I kind of agree with that one. Oh, wait. Yeah, and rigby does too he's like actually kind of like that one yeah yeah so continue at 133 so uh wait 133 there you go all right so then uh mordecai agrees with benson like okay yeah that is the uh only good one there but everything else is terrible but then benson tells him that life without rules is chaos mordecai is then still passively agreeing with Benson by telling him that they're signing off on rules that they only like and Rigby goes back to the harpsichord rule mm. but then then Benson still shuts him down saying if you can't agree to live by the house rules then you can live in this house He's as he starts getting red and he points to the door basically mm-hmm. uh, Mordecai and Rigby fire back by saying well that well then that's just fine and Rigby uh, adds on saying, yeah, because your rules are whack. And then Mordecai is like, we just won't live in this house then. And I'm pretty sure that we've all kind of told our parents that when we were like little kids. Um, because a big slap of reality to every single five-year-old is that, <clears throat> oh, hey, you have to live by rules. Um, and every single elementary schooler or middle schooler has told their parents that okay i'll just move out then oh my Um, god wait okay so there's this video of a kid who actually um he i think he breaks a table while his mom is away and his older brother's recording him doing this (laughs) okay he's recording his little brother actually packing up his shit and walking out the house because he was afraid that or he knows that his mom is going to give him an ass whooping. Have... Cause... Yeah, because, like, I mean... A lot of kids, like, they, like, do something, like, they act out of pocket, but then they realize, oh, shit, I'm going to get in trouble. So then they just have the plans of running away. When you yeah. were a little kid, did you ever, like, get in trouble with your parents or, like, you didn't like the rules, so you thought about running away? Most definitely. You know what? It's a, It's weird because... I didn't think about running away to get away from my parents. I thought about running away for two different reasons. Okay. One, to see if I can walk in a straight line and see if I can come right back to my house. 
like around the world. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> and the second one was because I thought there were Pokemon in real life and I wanted to go explore and try to catch some. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was 2016, then maybe with Pokemon Go. <laughs> this was this was when I was in grade school. So, have you actually like? Are you actually like a middle schooler or elementary schooler if you haven't thought about running away before? Because uh, no, I you, feel like you haven't done. If you haven't done that, then you're not. A, then you haven't experienced it. And I feel like it's a good teaching moment. Like every single kid needs a story of them trying to run away to like kind of learn how life works and how the world works. Because mm-hmm. yes, uh, spoiler. At the end of the episode, Mordecai and Rigby learn the importance of rules. And yes, that's just how life is. There are rules in place to keep you safe and to, like, operate, you know? Oh, so, wait. Do you, do you think this whole episode is just a uh, is just a little psych- psychological mind game to teach kids to not uh, leave the house and do any of that shit and listen to their parents? <clears throat> I mean, it could be because whenever a little kid runs away... 99.9999% of the time they end up coming back home cuz they realize shit I can't live out there on my own. Remember the remember the 9 plus 10 kid? Oh yeah, where um there is the vine where it's like what's 9 plus 10? 21. Um yeah, didn't he run away? Yeah, I I think that was a rumor where that kid ran away from home because he kept being made fun of by everyone, like his family and everyone online. Um, and he ran away saying like, I'd be tired of everyone laughing at me. And so I'm running away from home and the only clue I leave is 21. So, sorry, I, I giggled at that. That shouldn't have been funny because he, he probably did run away for a little bit. So I have, I have this friend where, um, uh, his, uh, his little sister was threatening on running away and Usually, whenever a kid has the plan of running away and they, like, tell their sibling, they they want their sibling to, like, try to convince them to stay because they want that validation. And um, my friend knew that they had to kind of use reverse psychology on them. So when the little sibling said, I'm going to run away, he was just like, all right, see ya. <laughs> and, then, and then that completely caught the little sibling off guard, and then they ended up not running away. So mission I mean, accomplished <clears throat> i mean i'd be telling my my brother to move almost all the time oh yeah for still real. here <sighs> so we continue on and mordecai and rigby say we'll show you we're not gonna live with any rules at all so we cut to nighttime and there is this huge extension cord that's plugged inside of the house but it leads out the front door and there's a tent set up outside and they're continuing to play their video game Mordecai and Rigby with like sleeping bags and they're just camping out in the front yard they give us our second O of the episode so put that down and then they start to laugh and then Mordecai's like dude we should have moved out a long time ago I feel like I just got out of prison and then Rigby says that's because Benson built a rule prison around us but we busted out and now we could do whatever we want and then they sing the song rules are for fools rules are for fools save your stupid ruling for fools that need some schooling out of nowhere there is someone from the outside just beating the shit out of them from outside of the tent and 
it like busts their TV, it cracks the screen, and then they like run out. They they get pushed out of the tent and they're lying on the ground. And then we see Muscle Man fucking out of nowhere, just like completely going apeshit and beating the hell out of the tent and like completely like ripping it and putting it to shreds. Mordecai puts his hands up and he's like, Muscle Man, what are you doing? Muscle Man's like, My job, bro. We read it and weep, ladies. And then rule number 18 is no overnight camping. And I only realize this now. You'll remember that the previous rule of no video games was 117, and this was rule 118. So, this is another instance of Benson making up rules on the go to make it like. Oh my god, it is Mordecai. rule 118. I didn't believe you, so I had to go back for a second. There, yeah, so I wrote that Benson definitely like saw them outside of his window and decided to add that rule in at the last second. I've definitely had moments where people add new rules on the spot to make it convenient for them, and it's just a fucking big power trip, and it's so damn annoying, you know? I'm trying to, trying to think. I'm pretty sure in grade school, uh, kids would do that almost all the time just to try to get the upper hand. Yeah, it's like a, it gives the energy of um that one kid when you were playing tag at recess, and he said timeout right as he was about to get tagged. Like yeah. shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah, no, get the, Yeah, you're getting tagged, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but sh- shut the hell up. Um, so Muscle Man continues. He's um, he's like, while I respect you guys for living against a man man's rules, this guy still has to put food on the table. And then Mordecai's like, all right, fine, but she didn't have to ruin our campsite. And Muscle Man's like, yes, I did. <laughs> Which is kind of <clears throat> funny. So. Yeah, uh, go ahead. We cut to the coffee shop. Go ahead. So, we cut to the coffee shop. Mordecai and Rigby are both carrying their now beaten up uh, sleeping bags. Uh, Mordecai uh, spots Margaret, and he says, yes, she's still here. Uh, He waves at the window. Mordecai, or Mordecai, Margaret notices him. And then she comes over and opens the door and says, hey. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby both greet Margaret. Uh, and then Margaret opens up with the question, so is it true? Did you really move out out of the house? And then Rigby says, like, yeah, we did, because Benson got all rulesy. And then Mordecai continues saying, we had no choice. It was either leave or live by some other dude's rules. Uh, Margaret is is impressed with this and calls him a rebel. Uh, Mordecai uh-huh. mo- <laughs> makes it awkward and says, like, yep, you know me, total rebel. And they both give off this kind of awkward laugh, which <laughs> he, honestly is very relatable. Mordecai is always doing this to himself. He's like, yeah, you know me, a total rebel. <laughs> oh, God, it's I'm I'm getting because I do that all the time anyways. But I got a story to tell you. OK, OK. So, real, so um, at work, I'm getting currently I'm getting bullied. <laughs> OK. What? What's going on? <laughs> because... Is everything okay? Do you need to call the bully hotline? Yeah, kind of. Oh, oh no, okay. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Because my... Out of nowhere, my uh, my GM, she's single, she's a mom, whatever. Uh, she, she gets a message from this one person, because she, she's old, she gets messages on Facebook from a, from a girl saying like, hey, are you, are you into girls or whatever? And she's like, nah, I don't go that way. 
And then out of nowhere, she's like, see, Josh, I pull more girls than you do. I'm like, Damn. where did this come from? Damn, from the GM? From the wow. GM. Wow. And then it keep and it, then it kept going, saying like, this person pulls more than you. This person pulls more than you. I'm like, okay, this is not helping my morality right now. You, you know what's what's funny? Uh, it makes me think of this other story where um, my one um, there are three people in this uh in this story. There was a girl, a guy who had a crush on the girl, and then this other guy who had a dog. Um, and everyone knew that the guy was having a crush on the girl. So the guy with the dog, he brings him to campus one day, and um, it was like the three of them just like playing with the dog, like in the in the quad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the girl was like, um, like like petting the dog and like giving it all like this love and stuff. And then the guy who owns the dog says to the guy who has a crush on her, being like, "Dang, she's giving more attention to the dog than she is you." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's that's uh, not cool. Come <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. That's funny though. <laughs> Alright, so um after Mordecai and Margaret exchange their awkward laugh, Margaret is like, Well, good night. And then she starts to close the door, but then Mordecai's like, Oh wait, he puts his foot in front of the door to stop from closing. He's like, Uh, so actually we don't have anywhere to sleep, so we were hoping you'd let us camp out here tonight. And Margaret says, like, uh, I wish I could, but my manager has a rule about that kind of thing. Again, it goes with the whole rule thing. And then we see her manager in the window put up a sign saying, get lost, campers. Mordecai's like, sorry, guys. And then but. Mordecai's like, uh, no, it's cool. I'm pretty sure we could find a place that's not so big on rules later. So we're taking through, like, a short montage of uh, Mordecai and Rigby throughout the night trying to find somewhere to stay. So we go to this club called Awesome Dynamite, and there's this bouncer guy that they talk to, and um, he sees them with their clipboards, and he's like, oh, no, no, no. And then Mordecai and Rigby is like, what? And then so he turns around the clipboard, and it says, no losers. So why the hell would they think that a nightclub would let two random-ass homeless people stay with them? That doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, they have raggedy sleeping bags, so obviously. And have you seen the bouncer? He has a sweat. He's jacked, and he wears a sweatband. So yeah, their odds weren't really good there. So the next stop is a convenience uh, store. It's called Convenience Al's Market, and they set up their sleeping bags like in inside of the store, like in the aisles. Then this janitor comes out. And then he points to a sign that says no hanging out. So they, I guess they have a loitering rule. And then Mordecai and Rigby sit on a park or, or, or bench on the side of the street. And then while they're chilling on the bench, this big uh, thug looking guy, he has like a, like a 60 mobster mustache and like gold hoop earrings. And he has tattoos and a mohawk and a skull belt. He points to his tattoo on his chest that says Gunther. And then he points to the bench and the bench has the name Gunther inscribed on it. So he's basically saying, like, get the fuck off my bench or else. So he starts, uh, and then he brings out a, a baseball bat that also has his name Gunther on it. And without another word, Mordecai and Rigby start to run away while Gunther chases them. And unfortunately, they have to ditch their sleeping bags at the bench. Uh, they lose Gunther uh, by hiding in a dark alley. So Gunther, like, walks away. 
Um, and then that's the end of the montage. Mordecai says to Rigby in the alley, saying, dude, this is getting insane. And then Rigby groans and he's like, oh, no more rules. And he kind of like yells it to the sky. Um, yep. And then all, all of a sudden, out of the dark alley, this guy comes up. And what happens? And what, what, so, what does he look like, Josh? So let me rewind a little bit. Hold on. <clears throat> Okay. So then a wind starts brushing past them. They look towards the what seems to be the end of the alleyway, hearing a maniacal laughter coming from the end. And then from the shadows comes a dude wearing uh, a wear or oh my god, how am I supposed to describe him first? He's a homeless looking guy with an eye patch. Uh, he has a raggedy towel. A bu- uh, the top he's wearing is like a tuxedo and he's walking around with a rollerblade. Is it rollerblades or is it? Yeah, no, it's rollerblades. Uh, wait, let, let me see. Well, the, the towel, the towel is like tied on his neck like a cape. Yeah. Did I yeah, so, that? uh, you he, he said that he, it's a towel, but, uh, you didn't say it was a cape. But, oh yeah, you're right. So, yeah, basically this dude is obviously homeless. He lives on the streets and he's like, his tuxedo thing like it, it makes him like quite the character and stuff and also he has a mullet and yes those are indeed oh, rollerblades oh god don't remind me about the mullet so he skates up to Mordecai and Rigby and what does he say <clears throat> uh he skates up to them and says somebody say no I think he said no rules yeah that's what he said yeah did somebody say no rules uh, Rigby then starts talking to him says like oh who is this guy are you the alley rules guy um, he responds back saying who am I I'm whoever I want to be you know why because I don't believe in rules that tell me otherwise so yeah. this catches on so this catches Mordecai and Rigby's attention and they both are saying like yeah it's pre- that's pretty cool the homeless guy says like yeah it is pretty cool y'all free to do whatever you want Mordecai responds back saying, oh, yeah, we wish. But then uh, Rigby says, like, yeah, we have this boss named Benson who tells us, but then gets cut off by the homeless guy who says, boss, what is, what's that? Uh, Mordecai is very confused at it, at what he's trying to say. But uh, the guy's just trying to make a point because uh, in his words, he says, bosses are nothing but fools with rules. Rigby is... Is liking that the guy says like that's right makes so much sense it rhymes yeah um so this is like a typical like um random side character approaching you on the street striking up for conversation and then you find out that you have like stuff in common and things like that um but then the the alley rules guy he says like you guys seem pretty cool so i'm gonna let you in on a little secret so he skates up to them and whispers in their ear I know of a place where rules don't exist. And then Mordek and Rigby are like, what? Are you serious? And then the guy says, shh. So he starts to like skate backwards on his roller skate, kind of like scooting his finger, being like, follow me. And this dude jumps into a box of trash, not even an actual dumpster, but like a cardboard box that's filled with trash bags. Mordecai and Rigby, like, they follow him, and Mordecai's like, a box of trash? Are you joking? And then the alley rules guy's like, does it look like I'm joking? 
And then Mordecai says, like, uh, I don't know about this dude. And then Rigby says, like, well, I practically sleep on a pile of trash at home anyway, so this really isn't different for me. So Rigby jumps inside of the box, and then Mordecai's like, all right. So he gets a running start, and then he jumps inside of the trash box only for, like, a big, like, portal to open up inside, a big wormhole throughout the trash. Mordecai's free-falling. He says, ah, and then we cut to, like, this very big, like, dark and green, gloomy place with, like, weird mountains and stuff, and then um, Mordecai lands on, like, the coffee table and couch, similar to the one that they have back at home, and, um, Rigby and the rules guy are playing video games, and then Mordecai keeps looking around. There's, like, a, a big crowd of people on, like, the other side of the room playing rock, paper, scissors. Mordecai looks around to another place, and there's a parade of p- people playing punchies with each other. And um, Mordecai seems to, like, uh, get a grip of it, and then he says, like, oh, man, you guys have karate choppers down here? Uh, after he sees that uh, Rigby and the guy are playing video games. So basically what's going on is uh, we're visiting every single rule that Benson had mentioned before. For example, no rock, paper, scissors, no punchies, no video games. Um, so Mordecai joins them on the couch, and then the rules guy is like, I right, go ahead, put your feet up. So then Mordecai's like, oh, yeah, can I get next game? And then the rule guy says, no need, bro. And then out of nowhere, a controller pops in Mordecai's hand. And now they're playing three-player. And then Mordecai and Rigby, like, they kind of, like, cheer, being like, oh, yeah, karate choppers. And then they, like, high-five each other with pizza slices. And then the telephone that's next to them, it starts to ring. And then Mordecai picks it up. And then he's like, hello? The dude on the phone says, loser says what? Mordecai is like, who's this? Loser says what? And he's like, I know what you're trying to do. I'm not going to say what. And then the dude on the phone says, huh, you're a loser. You're a loser head. I hate you. Um, <laughs> and then Mordecai is like, dude, I think some someone just prank called us. And then the rules guy is like, oh, yeah, it was probably Kevin. He points to this dude in like a phone booth across the room. He's like laughing maniacally. And then the phone booth like blasts out of the air and explodes. Rigby says, oh man, you guys can make prank calls down here? And then the rule guy's like, you still don't get it, do you? Down here, you could do whatever you want. And um, the the prank call is, again, another example of a rule that Benson had mentioned earlier that's not allowed, but it's allowed here, of course. Uh, but the rules guy says, you could do whatever you want. And then what does he do? He starts levitating off the couch and then Mordecai and Rigby see this and start levitating as well. So they meet up with the no rules guy at eye level. Uh, and he and he then explains to them, yeah, man, no rules, no rules of gravity. Uh, he turns over to Mordecai and says, in Benson's face, living without rules is awesome. Mordecai agrees with him saying, yeah, it is. And then they start both laughing and they start doing this chant saying, no rules. No rules, no rules, no rules. The no, and then oh my god, the the amount of no rules we're gonna be saying is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Then the no rules guy says, starts chuckling. So like, that's right, no rules at all. But then, uh, he starts pointing behind them, which then Mordecai and Rigby look behind them. He's like, hey, look over there. 
yeah, he he try or he tells him to uh not tells him, he points over there and says like, Hey, look over there. So Mordecai and Rigby look over there, thinking that there's something behind them. But all it was was the no rules guy punching Mordecai in the back of the head, which Mordecai reacts with, What the heck, man? And then Rigby points towards him and he says, like, dude, he took your wallet, which I don't get how Mordecai can even carry a wallet, he's naked. Cartoon uh, logic. Cartoon logic. But then we yeah. see then we see the no rules guy have it holding Mordecai's wallet in his hand, doing this little um oops face, like you know where your lips are puckered up a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, it's like the little trope of like a high school bully like tripping you on the floor and he's like, Oops, didn't oops. see you there. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Um yeah. And then Mordecai demands to get it back, but the no rules guy says like, "What? I can? There's no rule that says I can't take other people's stuff." Uh, and then all of a sudden, this old Mordecai appears right next to Mordecai and Rigby, and he says, "And he says he's right, dudes," uh, which then scare Mordecai and Rigby, seeing the just the sight of seeing old Mordecai. So wait, we need to explain like exactly what we're looking at. So yeah, yeah, this is say. Ob- this is obviously Mordecai, but like he's fatter. He has like forehead lines and like wrinkles and stuff, and he has like a long white beard on his chin and the kind of like his sideburns. Dude, um, Morde- old Mordecai got man titties. Yeah, that too. So he's he obviously has an age as well. Um, <sighs> Mordecai, o- old Mordecai, looks at Mordecai and says like. Oh man, I I totally remember having this, and he like kind of touches his hair, his little like spike up. He's like, "You're definitely gonna miss this," and he's like, "You know what else you're gonna miss? That guy pointing to Rigby. Enjoy him while you got him." And then uh, Rigby says like, "What does that mean?" And then old Mordecai's like, "Uh, uh nothing, dude." And then uh, current Mordecai he goes to the rules guy and says like, "Dude, how is this even happening?" And then the rules guy says, "Cause there's no rule that says it can't." From your future to the past, anyone can join the party. And then with that, out of nowhere, a race car full of the unicorns oh from Unicorns Have Got to Go, they pull up in the car and they start to like shout at them and cheer. And then Mordecai and Rigby says, like, unicorns, they're supposed to be dead. And if you've been listening to the show since the beginning, you'll know that the unicorns are our fucking worst, like, least favorite characters, and it's the worst episode fucking ever. Wait a minute, um, I just realized something. Okay. When the unicorns fo- first pull up, you can see the number on their car says 10, but then okay. a few seconds later, when um, <clears throat> it's like Wait. a closer shot to them, the number changes from 10 to 1. Hold on, let me let me go back. You're right. Oh, what the I heck? just I just realized that. What the fuck? I mean, it, I, I am, honestly it doesn't matter anymore, but still. I'm looking at the fan wiki right now cuz I always like have that pulled up for lunchtime later, and uh, that is not listed in the episode mistakes. Woo! What we made a heck? discovery. Hey, this is why you listen to the excellent podcast, bitches. Oops. Yeah, fuck you, wiki. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nah, just kidding. So, yeah, um, Mordecai and Rigby, they see the unicorns, they're like, oh, shit, not these guys again. And so they, they, 
Mordecai and Rigby tell the rules guy, being like, "Hey, you guys gotta get, you gotta get rid of these guys. They're seriously bad news." And then the rule guy starts to freak out, and he's like, "Did you just tell me what to do? Hey, you just told me what to do!" And then he screams to the entire like room, being like, "Guys, they just told me what to do!" And then this is the part in the episode where like uh, there's like sort of like a twist villain, where we thought that he was good, but he was really bad the whole time. Um, so everyone in the room, like the prank caller, the punchies parade, they start to look over being like, oh, they're telling people what to do. No way, bro. Go get them. So the unicorns rev up their engine and then the car, the race car flies airborne at them, attacking Mordecai, old Mordecai and Rigby and knocking them to the ground. And then they start to chase them in the race car and everyone's running. They fucking crash into old Mordecai, probably killing him, and he's out for the episode. <laughs> uh, Mordecai and Rigby keep running along, and they, like, jump out of the way before they get hit by the car. Um, the Punchies Parade are there, and they're joining in, and then they sort of, like, do, like, a drive-by punching. Uh, and then the the prank caller, who's in the flying phone booth, like, goes towards them, and then just there's like a frenzy of a bunch of weird shit going on there's like a giant hand doing rock paper scissors and every single time they like shoot they like try to crush mordecai and rigby but it doesn't work uh rigby rigby and mordecai find the rules guy and then rigby's like hey you gotta get out us out of here man and then the rules guy says this guy doesn't have to do anything amigo i can't believe how lame you guys turned out i thought you were cool and then the entire like horde of enemies like show up around them kind of circling them rigby says to mordecai i hate to admit this but i miss benson and his stupid rules and then mordecai says wait hey no rules guy you do have at least one rule down here you have a rule against rules and then the rule guy says there's no rule against rules and then mordecai big brains it like he always does saying that's all i needed to hear so what does he do so all of a sudden, uh, Mordecai uh, holds out his hand, and then Benson's ru- thick ass rule book appears in his hand, and then we uh, see the unicorns start revving up their engine again, screaming out "Bros, bros, bros, bros!" getting ready to uh, annihilate Mordecai and Rigby. So then they start the unicorns start going towards. Mordecai Rigby at full speed. He's flipping through Benson's pages of rules, and then he finds rule number 37. I don't know why it's so deep into the rule book. He reads it off. Rule number 37, no unicorns. So then the unicorns, before they hit Mordecai and Rigby, explode into their disgusting, gooey unicorn juice. Is is that the unicorn schlump that uh, they were going to have Mordecai drink? Because it yeah. looks just like it. It definitely is. And if you remember, we kind of—it's it, usually alluded that the unicorn schlum is the unicorn cum, unicum. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's the same thing. Yeah, no, they just got jizzed on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the anyways? Next rule? <laughs> anyways, uh, Mordecai reads off rule number seventy-two: no rock, paper, scissors. So then they turn over to the giant arm who is about to crush them with a rock. It then disappears. But uh, Mordecai uh, then points over to the Punchies Parade and says, <coughs> No Punchies. And those guys explode. 
and then Rigby looks over at the t uh, prank phone call guy and screams out no prank calls which then the guy inside the telephone booth explode into the same unicorn com unicom inside the booth before the booth explodes itself yeah so obviously um what we could see is like every single rule that has been made mordecai is just uh out ruling it you know why because there's no rule that says he can't um so that's what we're getting at and then the no rules guy turns to mordecai and rigby saying like hey you guys have to stop you have no idea what you're doing but then rigby goes apeshit on him saying ah and then he attacks the the guy and pulling his legs down and they start to get into like a little like wrestling fist fight and then mordecai has the rule guy pinned down saying show us the way out of here and then the rule guy looks out up at him while lying on his back saying there's no rule that says i have to and then mordecai says there's also no rule that says i can't point this laser pointer in your only good eye that's also big brain <laughs> Um, the rules guy kind of like pushes his head to the side. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll take you out of here. So we cut later on back to Benson's office. Mordecai and Rigby come in and slam the book onto Benson's desk saying, there, we signed off on all your rules, Benson. And then Benson says, well, well, well. And he's kind of doing the whole, oh, you're crawling back to me, huh? He's like, wasn't so easy living without rules was it and then he flips through the the book to just make sure that they signed off on all of them but benson's like wait a minute one of these rules is missing and then rigby's like oh no which one and then benson's like i don't know there's over a hundred of these things and then mordecai's like well how do you know it's missing and then benson gets mad and he turns it around he's like because someone ripped it out <laughs> And then you, you could tell that, like, Mordecai and Rigby are trying to, like, play dumb. Be like, what? No, they're all in there. And Benson's like, dude, you ripped it out. I could see it right here. Um, but Mordecai continues to play dumb. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. I wonder which one it is. We cut back to the underworld where the rules guy is. And, um, whoa, I didn't realize this until now. Oh, really? The rules guy says, hmm, hmm, I don't need those guys. I could play video games by myself. Is that, like, the first official, like, real hmm that was not said by Mordecai and Rigby? I'm not sure. I don't... We probably... I don't know. I don't know, but I wrote down... Wait. Yeah. No, I wrote down on my notes saying the first and only hmm hmm of the episode. I didn't write down that it was from a different person. So put that down for lunchtime. Okay. Uh, and then the Ow. dude is like, yeah, I could play video games by myself. And then... Of course, the one little rule sheet that Mordecai ripped out, Mordecai, Mordecai Rigby ripped out, uh, flies down from the sky onto his lap. He picks it up and reads rule number 117, no video games. And then he looks at the paper and he starts to scream, no, and he explodes. And that's where the episode ends. Wow. That that is a that is amazing. <laughs> that was a whirlwind of rules. Um, have you ever had any bullshit rules that made no sense? Um, that like were put upon you. So at work, I was we were allowed to play music, <clears throat> like our own music, it during the workday, right? Mm -hmm. But then I think this past year. 
uh, that got abolished. So now uh, we're not allowed to do that anymore. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. You know, the worst kind of rules is where it's like it like out uh, it like prohibits all the fun that you used to have. Because I could imagine like playing music in the back was like super fun and things, but like. Yeah. All of a sudden, you get a rule that's saying that you can't. Like, mm. damn, how am I going to have fun now? Oh, actually, another one is I can't even wear my AirPods uh, during work days anymore. So that, that's, a, that's a rule that I was afraid of at my uh, past job at the Cupcake Shop, which you yeah. guys might remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was allowed to wear my AirPods as much as I could. Um, but every, every now and then... When like the the bakers like came up to me and asked me something or told me something, I would have to like lower my volume and be like, "Oh, sorry, what was that?" And then um, I tried to like avoid that as much as I can because mm-hmm. I had the feeling where it's like if I kept making the bakers repeat themselves, eventually they would like insert a rule where I couldn't have AirPods anymore. Well, yeah, and, and I get that, but at the I same was... time, like, hmm. I I was just, I was not about to lose my AirPod privileges. So every single time I had to go up to like the main kitchen where everyone was at, I would just lower the volume. So in, just in case if anyone had to talk to me, I would be able to hear what they say. See, if it were up to me, I would let my, I would let people use their AirPods. But to but as long as they're like there's only one, two things. One, there's only you're only using one, and two, it's low enough that you can still hear people talk to you, so you wouldn't and have to let them repeat themselves. As long as it's not a safety hazard, because like yeah. that's the main thing when you're in a kitchen, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, always be like, make sure that you could hear someone say behind and like round corner and things like that. Um, yep. Uh, one rule in particular, this happened at my college senior year. And it is the main reason why a lot of students at my college absolutely hate it. What? Uh, I'm going to go on full blast. I don't give a shit. North Central College is... North Cent- yeah, I don't go there anymore. North Central College is notorious for having the most bullshit rules ever that make okay. no sense. And, like, they, they, put, they structure these rules in such a way where, like, they steal all of your money and leaving the students with the short end of the stick. So, you know how every college student has like a meal plan and stuff? Yeah. Like if you're yeah. staying on campus. So, we have a meal plan where um, it used to be where you could use your swipes on your student ID as many times of the day as you want. You know, you sure. get like 150 swipes for the semester to last you. And you had the option of swiping at uh, three places. One was called uh, The Cage, where it was like a pizza and grill place. That was really good. The mm-hmm. other place was called ABP, which stands for Aubon Pain, um, mm-hmm. where you could also swipe at. And then the last place was called Kaufman Dining Hall. And it is Kaufman is the most shittiest fucking food that I've ever had freaking tasted just last week my friend found a maggot inside of her orange the chicken is yeah the chicken is always pink my friend found a rusty nail in his salad like hammer and nails what the fuck and 
every student has gotten food poisoning from Kaufman at least once. Yeah, okay. Do you, so, so do you know what's really funny? Um, before you said anything, or before you said what your friend got in her bag, all I heard was the end agate, and then because <laughs> <laughs> so I cut like, out. Yeah, you cut out for a second, and that was the worst possible timing ever. I, I said I, that. I said that my friend found a maggot inside oh, of her her man. orange. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so because K Man uh, Kaufman is abbreviated to K Man, because K Man is so fucking shitty, all of the students use their swipes up at the Cajun ABP instead, mm-hmm. and K Man was like making no money at all because no one was eating there, respectively. Yeah. So they incited this bullshit rule where you were only allowed one swipe a day at either ABP or the cage and you had to choose between the two what and, and the and only K-Man had like still unlimited their... swipes wow yes. and Kaufman was unlimited swipes so that forced all the students to eat at K-Man eat all the shitty pink chicken maggoty oranges and everything else and that was very inconvenient for students like me who worked at 6 a.m. and needed breakfast the next day because mm-hmm. a lot of people, what they did is, like, they would go to Cage or ABP to, like, get their meal but also get, like, um, like leftovers for later. Mm-hmm. Um, and also students have, like, late-night rehearsals and practices for sports. And by the time, like, Kaufman closed at, like, 9 p.m., but a lot of these rehearsals and things didn't like get out until 10 p.m. So that left students with nothing to eat. And conveniently, the only place where you were allowed unlimited swipes was Kaufman. And I remember our student body president like gathered up like an entire ass like student council meeting and had like the food people like show up and all those students fucking popped off on their like stories about Cayman being like it's bullshit that we have to we have to spend like thousands of dollars for our meal plan and we could barely use any of it Mm -hmm. and I literally had to change around my whole schedule because of the shitty fucking school so and basically like it doesn't matter like whatever we say to the north central they're not going to change their policy and i have so many other stories about this damn school that like i hate but that's just like the gist of it and do you okay so if you have a kid when you get older are you Mm. going to force them to like go to college that that's a very loaded question so the reason i bring that up is I don't care if my kid goes to college or doesn't. Wow. The only rule that I have is that they will not go to North Central. Really? Yes. Oh my god. If unless if they want to like end up like wasting tens of thousands of dollars and if they like want to like fucking get get fucked over by a bunch of like bullshit policies this and that like mm-hmm. i mean i've shared stories about like me being fucked over at like housing with my area hall director and things like that if you remember yeah. so there is a bunch of different things about this school that i hate mm-hmm. um well, and it's only gotten worse okay well to answer your question 
I'll probably have money saved up for them. So probably <laughs> yeah. by the time when they do graduate high school, um, I'll probably give them the option. There's money for your college if you want to. Otherwise, uh, do something that makes you happy and probably stick with it. So I'm going to tell my kid being like, here's the thing. Like, you have to understand that. Um, and obviously this might change as the, like the workforce like kind of progresses. Yeah. A lot of a lot of jobs that you that um, provide you with like a living <clears throat> wage. Mm-hmm. will will require a four-year degree again like like i True. said that is kind of changing because i know that like tesla and like google and facebook have started to like not check for degrees and everything but yeah. a lot of like uh big professions like nursing and like uh uh other stuff like that they've they do you have to go to like grad school and other things like that so i will say like hey look if you do not want to, you do not have to go to college. I personally, I encourage you to go to college because, again, with the whole degree thing, you that's a, like a requirement. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go to college, I'm fine with that. However, you do like have to realize what comes with that. There is probably going to be a time where you're like stuck working at like say like a part time job while you hunt for a full time job, and there's like a lot of struggle with that. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to understand like what comes with it, not going to college. Because like yeah. uh, y- I will say, people who don't got to go to college, they do end up fine, yes. But that's after like eight to ten years of struggling and kind of finding their footing. So you have yeah. to consider that. Um, and also, I believe that everyone should have the college experience of like being there and like like making college friends and being on campus and stuff like that. Because I loved college. I I feel like I'm not having that experience. Um. Well, are you're you're a part time student, right? Yeah. I mean, even if I was a full time, I don't think in the school that I'm in right now, that's the place where I would get the most. Like, I wouldn't have anything where you, Jake, Jacob, or Ethan are having. Well, part of it is uh, you're you're at a community college. That's that's one thing. Um, well, yes, exactly. That, that's all. That's a whole other part of the conversation because there's nothing wrong with going to community college because you save a shit ton of money. If I had gone to a community college for two years, I would have saved a lot of money. I know you definitely but, um, do. Yeah, so it's smart in going there, uh, but there's there's nothing wrong with going to a community college or a four year college. Like either one is fine. Um, mm-hmm. m- me, Jake, Ethan, and Jacob, and yeah, we just happened to go to like. Uh, like universities where they're big, especially Jake. He goes to like probably the most famous university out of all of us. I still would like so. to go to one of their football games. Yo, um, yeah, they they are known for their football games, which is big, and also it's North Central, but still, like, because Jake is like he's at a Big Ten school, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. You know what? Um, I'm gonna t- so, soon. I'm gonna ask him like, hey, what's the football schedule look like? Because I kind of want to go. Yo, Jake did say that, like, hey, if you guys ever want to make a trip down to Iowa and, like, stay at his apartment and just, like, have fun for, a, like, a, the weekend, he'd mm-hmm. be down. And I'd be down with that, too. I'd be down with it, too. Do you think you yeah. can use your van? Um, I I, I would take it down there, yeah. <clears throat> All right. 
<clears throat> that would be so. the the farthest trip so far. Well, but. start let's probably start planning that eventually. You know, what we should start planning is lunchtime. Lunchtime. It's lunchtime. Um, this entire weekend I will be partying because uh, it's Halloween weekend. Um, oh my god! Uh, it is October twenty seventh. So yeah. yeah. This, and wait, the, when is this going to be coming out? Uh, probably Next at week? least not until. Uh, no, no, because we still have one episode recorded that we oh, have. Oh, do we? Yeah. So we uh, after the after we stop stop recording today, we will have two episodes archived. But oh my god, um, I didn't even realize that. So because Halloween falls on a Monday this year, everyone will probably be celebrating on the Friday and Saturday on the twentieth and 29th. Most likely, um, and I'm off on, fr- well, after Friday I'll be off, but still. Yeah, so am I. I am going to two separate Halloween parties this year. Um, oh, wait, are you wearing my costume? I I am, so I am nice. borrowing Josh's Spider-Man costume. Um, Let, remember what I said, wash it after if you do anything. Don't worry, Gwen Stacy's dead. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe you said um, that. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the first party that I'll be going to will be, be with my college friends on Friday. Second Ooh. party is Saturday with CJ's old friends from her old town. So that's going to be fun. Um, and the Spidey suit, uh, thanks for lending it to me because I'm hey, making man. money with it. Wait, what? Because uh, uh, at work, I um, so uh, as you guys might know from previous episodes, I work at... Uh, a famous skyscraper in Chicago and um we're a big tourist attraction and um I uh, didn't I tell you this no you just said you were making kids happy oh shit okay so um I've started to uh work on the social media department at my work and I um a part of the job is like proposing ideas to the social media guys so I told them I was like hey I have this great idea for Halloween a couple years ago, we had the Grinch come for Christmas, and it was a big hit. So here's my idea: on Halloween, for my entire shift, I will dress up as Spider-Man and just take pictures with the guests. It'll be a huge event where we could use it to like uh, sell more tickets and sell more photos, and we could promote it on our social medias and things like that. Um, Interesting. And the managers loved it; uh, they loved the idea, and just the just pat the past week uh i went into work with the spidey suit before halloween and we had a photo shoot up there and um we're gonna be uh stay tuned on our social media pages because we have this really cool uh instagram reel and tiktok coming out and uh i actually here i'll send you some pictures right now um yes please because now i'm now i'm like really intrigued and i'm also actually you know you know i just realized this you said you were so slowly working with the was it social media department of your work yes you say you were struggling you were trying to find a full-time right um yes yeah, so at now that i'm post-grad this is the time where i'm like starting to find a job um mm-hmm. the company that i'm at now this is like one of those types of companies where like there's a lot of potential to like move up into higher positions mm-hmm. and this is would be step one for me 
Exactly. So, yeah. That's a, yeah. This is pretty good. Holy shit. I mean, wait, yeah, you. I have seen these. Yeah, so... Wow. Um, that's just the pictures. Uh, we do have the TikTok edited. The social media guy has asked me to not share it until we like post it on our social medias, just because we're trying to get like as much amount of views as possible. Yeah, that's um, understandable. But it's it's super cool. Like, um, he uh he had me do this thing where I like uh pretend to like shoot a web at the screen, and he edited mm-hmm. it where like a web shoots out and stuff like have that. You, have you actually seen like the final product? I, I have yes. Ooh, I'm so, excited. Yeah, it, it's gonna be really fun. Uh, by the time you guys are watching this, uh, it's gonna be past Halloween, and I, I'll share the video on our Twitter, uh, which is at Excellent Pod, so you could check it out there. Um, wow. Feels so, like yeah. it's been a while since we plugged that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I get to I'm being paid for just being friends with Spider Man for the day, so that's awesome. Alright, we're going to discuss how much you're making later. Not now. (laughs) Right now, we have to get through lunchtime. (laughs) So, before we begin with our stats, uh, I'm going to read some trivia for the episode. House rules. Um, In the beginning, when Benson reads off some of the rules, he references the past episodes. So, he says, no prank calls, which is a reference to prank callers. No rock, paper, scissors, referencing first day. No punchies, referencing death punchies, and no unicorns, which is obviously from Unicorns I've Got to Go. And then also the said unicorns from the episode make a return in this episode. Um, Mordecai also references Peeps when he threatens to point a laser pointer in the rules guy. Oh, is that, is that what? I thought he just randomly had it and just sort of pointed at his face. Yeah, I didn't realize that connection until I read it off the wiki. So, production notes. Production notes. This episode received two point two nine eight million views worldwide. And this, is, this goes back to what I was saying. This is the, this episode was teaching kids to listen to their parents. Exactly. Episode mistakes and goofs. Uh, well, first of all, we noticed one that is not listed here on the wiki. Uh, the unicorn's race car first said 10, but then in the next shot it said 01. Uh, when Mordecai prepares to read rule 117, the last new rule, he flips the page to the right, meaning he's going back a page, but it would actually be in the opposite direction in the book. Um, that's probably just animation, whatever. Yeah. Uh, when the rules guy whispers to Mordecai and Rigby, uh, apparently his skin is a different shade, but it returns to normal when he is shown a- again in the next shot. I didn't catch on to this. I didn't either. Um, but, uh, alright, so take us off <clears throat> into lunchtime, and I gotta pee, so let's go through this. Alright, so who do you think the protagonist of this episode was? The protagonist was obviously Mordecai and Rigby. Uh... For this one, I think there are two. Who do you think the antagonist of this episode? Uh, the first antagonist was the rules guy. The second mm-hmm. one was was Benson. Okay, exactly. I exactly the two people I was thinking of. How many O's and hmms were in the episode? So there were two O's, both said by Mordecai and Rigby when they were playing video games, and then, mm-hmm. like we had noticed, there was one hmm from the rules guy. Yeah, and that's probably, well, as far as I know, the only O, or the only hmm, spoken from a character that isn't Mordecai and Rigby. Yeah. So, were there any adult jokes? 
um no adult jokes that like pertain to this episode maybe the unicorn schlump but that's only like a <laughs> like a speculation so i would uh-huh. say no no adult <clears throat> jokes this one i'm gonna throw in there because and she was in there for a brief moment were there any mordecai simp moments uh kind of when mordecai was like oh yeah i'm such a rebel <laughs> yeah yeah, every time more at least at this point, Mordecai. Uh, whenever we see Mordecai and Margaret together, you could probably insane that something awkward is gonna happen. He's always trying to look cool in front of her when he's not really. Yeah, like me. Anyways, I- iconic huh. regular show moments. Um, I wouldn't say anything that's deemed iconic. It was just pretty straightforward. There wasn't any like. So when we say iconic moments, usually when like say that there's like a like a regular show funny moments best moments compilation on YouTube, mm-hmm. an iconic moment would be considered something that's like good enough to make it into a compilation. There is nothing in this episode that's usually in a compilation. And so, I agree with that. Yeah, so probably not. Uh any real music any real life music used for this episode? Nope. So then how would you rate this? Uh, episode based off of your memory um i'm gonna give it a a three out of five i'm gonna give it a two okay yeah because like like we were saying at the beginning this isn't really one that you would uh like remember too much uh for example the next episode wrap it up that is a pretty dang good episode spoilers but i i mean we'll get more into it another time but like I'm scrolling through uh season three and uh-huh. house rules isn't one that's like super up up there, you know? Yeah. So, so you know. Uh so then would you say this is a skip or must watch? Um I feel like it's a skip in the sense where it's like if this episode would come on like on autoplay I wouldn't like I don't ever choose to watch this if I'm ever in my room be like I'm gonna put on some regular show I wouldn't immediately go to house rules uh-huh. but you could watch it because you kind of get like an understanding of like Benson and the rules because yep. like yeah you know yeah no I, I would also say you could skip it for that exact same reason yeah so then would you say this is a good episode or a bad episode Despite all that, I still think it's good. What? I also think it's good. What? Because, I mean, like, every... It, it, just because we say it's good doesn't mean that it's, like, a must-watch. Because, like, there, there are episodes that you could skip, but, like, it's worth going back to. And this is it, one of them. Yeah, this was this was enjoyable to watch. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Damn. See, see, now Jason's dying. Ah, uh, yeah. I've spent the whole workday talking to people. Now I'm coming home to talk to a mic. Hey man, it's it's all right. I don't usually talk into a mic that often either, so it's fine. So in the end, we have hold on. Uh, let me pull up my notes because I lost it. Uh, we have seventy six O's Ooh. and forty one hmms in the entirety of regular show so far. Um, how many more episodes? Or how many more episodes in season three? Uh, so we are on season eight, and there's thirty nine episodes. Season so eight. after, I mean, yeah, yeah, we are on season three, episode 
eight and there are 39 episodes so after we get oh. done with the next one we have 30 to go damn oh my god uh i am predicting that we'll hit 100 o's possibly by the end of this season definitely by the end of the season we have to yeah or, or at least break 50 hmms yeah um because i mean that that's just how regular show is there's a lot of it there is a lot of it so more i like how at the end of this episode um mordecai and rigby were kind of able to like circumvent the no video games rule because then that kind of like that clears them up for the future on like the whole video games because that's their thing they love video games yeah i well i was gonna say who doesn't but there's plenty of people who don't yeah um nerds nerds but we come to the end of this episode uh what are you doing after this josh i'm gonna wait another hour for modern warfare 2 multiplayer to download all right yeah because i I was gonna uh cook some wings and then i was probably gonna play video games if uh uh, maybe you'd be uh, down on chilling in voice chat maybe if the other if the other swim members wanted to join um ethan was in uh one of them earlier cool so that's what we're gonna do uh i'm gonna take a quick break to like use the bathroom and make myself food and then i'll be back on yep all right yes so again our twitter is at excellent pod uh check out our last episode which why well, it should be slam dunks but tech uh, or it, cool bikes uh, whatever it is yeah if you're listening to this episode you regardless have already listened to the past ones if that's if you do keep up with each one regardless thank you guys so much for listening you got anything else uh don't peak in high school don't peak in high school please don't <laughs> oh my god all right uh all we'll, right. See, we'll talk to you guys later bye bye <laughs>